Thank you for clicking on I Don't Know Who Needs to Hear This But. I'm your host, Robert Good. I'm a single dad and a blogger and not at all a professional. I live in a house with four dogs, two cats, and a lizard, and then I have two kids. So at any point during this podcast, you might hear some background noise. Sometimes I try to keep it organized, and sometimes I just like to let life happen. If you ever want to read my blog posts, you can find them at facebook.com slash afterchrist01. You might hear from my kids in an episode, you might not. Every now and then they like to contribute, and I go ahead and let them. Why not? Uh, We'll also hear from a sponsor, and you'll hear from me later on. Thanks again for listening. So the kids are home, which is why I'm recording this particular podcast segment in the car on my way home for my lunch break from work. So if you hear some background noise, that's what it is. Um, it's been a busy week. We've had schoolwork and everything, but it's it's been nice. It's been good to have them back. I was you know, I was glad to see them, and they were excited to be home, and the dogs were excited to see them. And Abney's birthday is coming up, uh, but she's going to be at her mother's this year for her birthday. So I went ahead and gave her her birthday present, which was a, a hoodie. She loves hoodies. Um, with a, it, it had one of her favorite anime characters on it. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, that's uh, that's how the week's been so far. Most of my time has been spent with them. And uh, yeah, you'll probably hear from them here in a, a little bit. And uh, I'm not sure yet. I haven't actually asked if either one of them want to be in this episode. But we'll find out later today. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Here's Cademan. I play as Mega Man. Mega Man? Yeah, the Mega Man. Uh, in the corner of the map. On the top corners. Do you know I played... I don't think I played Mega Man 1, but I I played Mega Man 3 long time ago. Actually, I did play Mega Man 1, now that I think about it. Yes, that was a very long time ago. Yeah. It was made back in the 80s. Did you know, did you know he started in, that character started in Japan, and in Japan they called him Rockman. Yeah. Infected with what? So I have a rocket and it can attach to other people if it's on somebody else. So I call it being infected. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have this shooting I have this shooting rocket that attaches to people and sometimes it can attach to somebody else. Oh no, get away from me, Luigi. Get that get that I shoot I shoot it at oh I shoot it at Mario and then it went to Uh, Oh oh I hate that. I told you. I told you what it does. Yeah, I, I remember. You told me what it does, but I still hate it. You can't see anything through it. Uh, we'll just get one. Not if he, not if he's already painted over you. You can't move around. Actually, you can uh, when you're actually. 
know technically, yeah, but like you can't see. You can't see if you move outside one of those little triangles. So I mean, I get it. Technically, yes, you can move around, but you don't have much space to move in where you can actually see yourself. Uh, if you're in one of these tiny spaces. No. That's why I really don't mind putting my, uh... It covers, it covers, like, it covers, like, two-thirds of the TV screen. The whole thing does. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Ah! Oh, that was a lot. Oh, it has little, it has Mega Man's death effect. What the? Those, those spots. That's how he. That's what it looks like when he dies in the game. Uh, he has laser. No, no, those those circles. Oh um, no, those are just in the game. No, I. It's it's not. I'll, I'll, I'll try to spot it again. Sorry. Oh those. Yeah, those. Oh no, those are just there. Nope. See. It, it only happens when Mega when Mega Man dies. Multiple people just died. I know, but Mega Man was one of them. Yep, good. Kill yourself. Let's see what happens. Yep, see? It, I, they did it again just now. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, it does. I told you. <laughs> I don't know that was the thing that happened. That's because you haven't played the game. Well, not to know everything, but but that's like an old ah! school. That's like an old school thing. It's a reference that that old school gamers get. Oh, run, run, run! Somebody has been infected. I'm pretty sure. Get right. out of here. It's almost run! four minutes now. We're gonna go ahead and stop here. Whoa! 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 Say bye. Ah! Bye! Run, 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 run! run! I had a moment over the last week. One thing that has become abundantly clear to me about the Cherokee language is that it is so different from any other language I've ever studied that most of the time, there is no direct translation for any concept between English and Cherokee. Even the title of this blog entry, Jalagi Dideloquazdi, is not a direct translation. It's just an equivalent concept between the two languages. When I registered for live instruction on the Cherokee language, I was given a digital copy of a book from the Cherokee Nation called Jalagi Ojate Lokwa'a. We are learning Cherokee. It's not a textbook for the class, but it does help supplement everything else I've learned. One night, as I was reading through it, I came across a sentence that has stuck in my head ever since. It was covering relational terms like mother, father, friend, etc., and it used the word agiji as an example. This word is the one I would use if I was talking to someone else about my mother. It gets translated that way because of cultural differences. Its actual meaning is, she is a mother to me. The reason this distinction is important is because according to the text in the Cherokee language, and I'm quoting, in the Cherokee language, people cannot be owned. And that right there had me floored ever since. Over the years, hearing various ideas of how we as people relate to each other, one thing has always stood out to me. 
time, attention, support, and people themselves, they all mean more when they're freely given without any sense of obligation or coercion. There's a common saying, even in English, that if you love something, you have to let it go, and if it comes back to you, it's yours. Listening to indigenous leaders speak on how we used to relate versus how we currently relate, I've been trying to explore how much of my own understanding of relationships is based on colonial ideas that have been pushed onto me and how much is based on who I am. I feel like the common romantic themes in mainstream society are of two broken or otherwise incomplete people who find someone else who is just as broken as they are. So they fit together and make each other whole. You see it in music, movies, and novels all the time. I used to listen to sappy love songs all the time. The pronouns my and mine are such an integral part of the English language and mainstream society in the U.S. I still consider myself a romantic, but in the course of my life, my ideas of what romance is have changed a lot. But this line of thinking doesn't just apply to romance. If I tried to say, she is a mother to me, in an English context, it almost diminishes or delegitimizes the, the relationship in a way. It's almost like saying, this person stepped in and is playing the role of mother. But in the Cherokee language, it is the most accurate way to describe a relationship. When I talk about a friend in the Cherokee language, and I say, Aginali, I'm not saying my friend. I'm saying this person is a friend to me. To me, this is such an expression of love embedded in the language that my family was forced to give up before I was born. And I feel like if we really understood what it is to not own the people in our lives, maybe it would fix a lot of the brokenness that we just take for granted as something inherently wrong with humanity. I don't think it's a human problem. I think it's a colonial one. The phrase, my friend, feels like a title, just another name on my friends list. But Aginali, he or she is a friend to me, is a state of being. To be a friend to someone, you spend time with them, you support them, you talk to them. Agidoda, he or she is a father to me. Or Agiji, he or she is a mother to me. Speak of devoted parents, and not just people who procreate it. It's based on how we relate, and not ownership. It's based on something alive and growing. I've only just begun to learn and incorporate the language in my daily life, and I've already learned things that I can't accurately express without it. Thank you for listening.